Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I'm diving into the world of ergonomics education and what should be changed so you can get better, more effective results. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. To frame this up correctly, I want to start at square one. What's going on right now in the world of ergonomics education? And let's say you have been considering adding ergonomics to what you're doing professionally. Maybe you want to pivot into it. Maybe you've already been doing it for several years, but you would desire better results. So where does that leave you? Well, You have a couple options, right? And as I've mentioned before, there's courses available. You could go to colleges or universities to get an education and then apply this. Let's let's talk about the money to go to school first. That is one option that many, many, many people do. And the way I think of ergonomics is that it's something that is in addition to what you're already doing professionally. Um, You can do it full-time, but what I mean by that, it adds on to what your your healthcare profession position, Um, whether you're an OT or a PT or a massage therapist or a kinesiologist or a chiropractor. It is within the scope of practice, and I've always said that because it's within the scope of practice, certification, in my opinion, is not a requirement. And I've talked about that in some previous podcast episodes. If you want to check that out, dive into that now. Well, after you listen to this. So you can go to school to get an education about ergonomics. And many people have done that. And that's how I got my start. Um, A school can cost $40,000, $60,000. There's tens and tens of thousands of dollars. I'm just kind of pulling numbers from there. But the point of the matter is that the school costs a lot of money. But the, the real focus of school, in my opinion, is mostly just theory. Even if you do the research, I would say that it's applicable, but it's so narrowly focused in the research that you do. Let's say if you're doing a master's or a, a thesis or an independent study, it's so focused in that little area of research that you do that it makes it very, very difficult to translate to the real world needs. And I'm saying this from experience. I did, um, in in my undergrad, I did um, an independent study on um, tire manufacturing. And in my master's, I I did um, a master's of science in health ergonomics from the University of Derby in England. And I think I pronounced Derby right. (laughs) And uh, so, so if you're from the UK, leave a comment. Let me know if I got that right. And what I found when I was doing my master's that it was so challenging to find an independent research project to work on in that it was very difficult for me to find 
an established organization that had the bandwidth for me to come in and do this. What I did end up doing was that I found a pork processing plant and they were processing these huge hogs. And my project was to set up a participatory ergonomics team and doing pre-post measurements on ergonomic risk and job satisfaction. There's all these tools available to do each of those. But here's the thing. It was sort of a bust because I didn't have enough participants in the pre-post for any sort of statistical significance. Okay? And the other thing is that it was so narrowly focused on those specific tools that I used and participatory ergonomics. And I, I really think participatory ergonomics is a really useful um, service deliverable option. I haven't really chatted about that before, but I, I did this professionally for a number of years and I did my master's in it. So I will be talking about participatory ergonomics in the future. I think it's so cool. But the point of the matter is I did go to school and I did spend the money, but it was based on sound research, looking at the literature, which is don't get me wrong, it's very, very valuable. But at the end of the day, in terms of what the real world skills are required, it was just theory. I think the value of investing in an ergonomics course is that you can get firsthand knowledge from someone who's already gone through the process, has done thousands of ergonomic assessments, knows exactly what you need to do so you can get better results in less time. And what your results could be, maybe doing more assessments, make some revenue, whatever that is. But here is a pro tip. Right now, I've noticed that there's people and courses out there who are teaching ergonomics, how to do ergonomics assessments, who are not board certified. Board certification is the most important thing when you're investing in a course or a program or whatever. So. Do your due diligence, make sure that whoever is teaching it has the BCPE or the CCCPE or um, whatever board in whatever country you're from. I have the BCPE, so I'm a certified professional ergonomist. They have that background. You just got to do a bit of research. And that is the reason why it's so important. Otherwise, you have to question yourself, how is this person getting that in information? If it hasn't gone through um, a board and their, their process hasn't been reviewed by other board-certified ergonomists, then how do you know for certain that you're getting the right information to build your practice on? Setting you up for a lot of risk and ineffective ergonomic processes. So I want you to keep that in mind <laughs> on the top of your mind when you're doing your due diligence to determine what's the next best step for you in your career. So that, that's a huge point. That really is. Um, and whether or not you do college, university, private label courses, and like I mentioned in the past example, the there's so many examples available, so many courses for private label courses out there. But the big thing is that I want to mention that it's in addition to what you're already doing professionally because ergonomics is not a regulated health profession. Anyone, anywhere can do it. And that's probably why there's so many different people offering these types of courses right now. Let's talk about how 
ergonomics education has been set up in the past. And if you take a private label course or, well, maybe some university courses as well, what you're going to learn is a practical approach to looking at ergonomic risk in the office, um, how to use a tool, how to come up with solutions, hopefully some aspects of a root cause analysis, because that's really important. Um, maybe how to write a report. You're going to have all of these parts. And at first, you might find that getting a client after doing a course like this is really straightforward. But at some point, you're going to be saying to yourself, holy crap, this is a lot more difficult than I had thought. Not everyone's lining up to find ergonomics help. And you're going to have to figure out another way to do this. So there's this lag of maybe four months, maybe six months, maybe even a year where you, you're trying and you're trying all these different things and maybe it's working and maybe it's not working. And you say to yourself, oh my gosh, I need to learn how to market my business. So then you start up again. It can take months and months until you figure out a system that works, often trial and error. And it's the really hard part of building and growing an ergonomics consultancy. And it's not a consultancy in the typical way. It could be that you're reaching out internally in your organization if you're doing an ergonomics program or the stereotypical consultancy. So you're reaching out um, to other businesses so you can help them with any sort of ergonomics concern or issue. That takes time. How do you position your services? How do you market? How do you learn marketing while it's not taking up all your time? Because let's face it, if you're doing ergonomics assessments, you have to fulfill on that so you can continue to have revenue and an income and support yourself, support your family. If you don't nail this, what we'll end up doing is that you're going to have to go back to get a typical nine to five job and work for someone else, maybe and no ergonomics whatsoever. So learning how to market in addition to learning the principles of ergonomics is the key for having a schedule that you love, for the freedom, the flexibility to work with what you want to do and do what you want to do. And it allows you to have that. So what I really think is the future of ergonomics, and this is how I'm I'm making an entire shift on everything that I have been doing when I teach now in all my programs, it has been changed because I am such a huge believer that ergonomics, learning the ergonomics process and learning marketing has to happen at the same time. Um, And in a way that's not overwhelming. Ergonomics education and marketing is in parallel, really, instead of one after the other. And this is so that you can start to market your services even before you know what exactly it is you're marketing. That means like, even though you're not fully set up on what the ergonomics process is or how to identify risk, you've already committed to yourself that you You've signed up to the course, so you will, at one point or another, learn how to do ergonomics assessments. And ideally, 
If you're interested in the new Accelerate, I'm going to be giving you coaching and office hours so that you can get through the ergonomics process at a sustainable rate for you that you're not overwhelmed. But while you're doing this, you're also looking at very simple marketing techniques so you can get the word out in your community, in your city, that you're offering a service for ergonomics. And you plant the seed because it can take anywhere between 7 and 13 touches for you to secure a client. And let's take it from, from me. I, in my world, I've had people who have worked with me or has been on my email list for years. Years. I've, I've had people who have been on my email list for two years, and then they decided that I am trustworthy and likable and I know what I'm talking about. Then they'll invest in one of my programs. Likewise, the same is true for. Um, other businesses in your community to get started with ergonomics. It takes time. Many ergonomics consultants that are starting marketing, marketing underestimate the amount of time it takes to turn a prospect into a client. And that's why if you're really serious about growing an ergonomics business, and I think there's so much opportunity there, that it has to happen earlier while you're learning the ergonomics process so that you can say to yourself, um, when you're ready, all you have to do is reach out and grab those clients who are already engaged. You make them an offer and then you move forward. So that's the key between the old way of doing it when you're scrambling and it could take you years to figure out how to market your process um, effectively. And maybe you have to go back to your old job. The new way, the way that I've changed everything to teach, you do this concurrently in parallel. You do this at the same time. You learn ergonomics, and while you're doing that, you learn free marketing tips that you can start to do so that when you're ready to do um, an ergonomic assessment for the public, all you have to do is make an offer. That is the huge difference, I believe, that is going to be in the future for the ergonomics industry. It is huge. The way that ergonomics has been taught to be an effective way to generate income is not aligned with what professionals have to do. So very much any private labeled course today is essentially talking about theory, right? Until we talk about marketing and getting clients and moving forward with that and giving you real support, both in marketing and doing client-based um, cases and reports, then it's, it's going to take longer for you to get to where you want to be. And that's why, folks, this is my, I guess this is my whole reason and the theory and my thinking why I've changed everything in my business so that I can support healthcare professionals who want to get into ergonomics and ergonomics consultants who want to improve their marketing. 
everything is going to be here in the new Accelerate. The new Accelerate is opening for enrollment on March 29th. So you can get on the wait list because I have some really cool trainings that are happening the week before. And the only way that you're going to get first access to it because seats are limited is if you sign up to the wait list. There's um, trainings on the 24th of March, the 25th of March, and the 27th of March. So I want to give you early access to that. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to get into that right now. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo, and you can get started today.